0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. This is Michael Semanchik, Executive Director of the Innocence Center, and I'm the host for this episode, which is being recorded on location at the 2023 Clio Cloud Conference in Nashville, Tennessee, otherwise known as Nash Vegas, Joining me now, I have Brian Banks. Welcome to the show, Mr. Banks. What's up, brother? Before we get to our topics, uh, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself? Where do you work? What do you do? That kind of thing.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, my name is Brian Banks. I am an exoneree, and what that means is, uh, some years ago, I was wrongfully convicted of a crime I didn't commit. Subsequently, I lost 10 years of my life because of it, or my freedom. And in 2002, was exonerated, uh, got my life back, cleared of all the the accusations and pursued life itself, man. Everything from, uh, you know, playing in the NFL to hosting a TV show, writing a book, being the subject of a feature film, uh, being a nationally recognized motivational speaker. Um, I also had the opportunity of working for the NFL front office for two years, uh, being hired directly by the commissioner of the NFL, Roger Goodell. Today, I just actually, a few months ago, soft launched a PR agency, which has uh, fully consumed me over the, over the months, but it's been great. Uh, we've been working hard. Uh, we've, we've successfully brought on a few new clients. And that's really been my focus alongside of continuing the fight uh, against wrongful convictions and bringing awareness to uh, the Innocence Center.
0: Nice. So we had the pleasure of hearing words from you this morning at, at your uh, keynote. Give us the, the high points. Tell us what you told uh, all 3,000 people that were in attendance today.
1: Yeah, this is an amazing conference, an annual conference here at ClioCon uh, where you have attorneys and people that are involved in the, the legal world uh, in some capacity uh, coming together to discuss ways of advancing the technology, the data, the information, the resources uh, of our legal system uh, in hopes of making it better, more just and fair across the board for everyone. So, of course, this is the kind of place that I want to be at and be a part of. I mean, it's an honor to be here and speak, uh, to be even considered to be a speaker here. It's, uh, it's very honorable. But, uh, but yeah, man, it's just, it's, just, uh, it's just a great opportunity for attorneys and, and people in the, in the legal community to come together and find ways of making a better system.
0: You have always had this positivity about you since the day we met. Mm-hmm. How on earth, having gone through 10 years of traumatic prison experience and an awful parole situation uh, yep. where you're not, even, you're not even close to free despite being outside of a prison wall, Yep. how do you do that?
1: Man, being sad and being depressed sucks. It just doesn't feel good. And um, I'm, I constantly remind myself that life isn't guaranteed. Uh, how long we live is not guaranteed. Uh, So I really try to focus on how I spend it. I can't really dictate what happens per se in my life. I can navigate through life as best as I can, but there's always gonna be some unforeseen events or experiences that are gonna take place. For me, I try not to allow those experiences to be the dictation of the duration of my life. I try and focus on what this experience means for me, how I can learn from it, how I can benefit from it, how I can teach other people because of that experience but moreover, man, just trying to find ways of being positive and staying positive. I've been, I've been in those negative positions. I've been sad, I've been hurt, I've been mad and angry. And what I've, what I've learned through those experiences is that, that no experience comes with emotion. We apply emotions to experiences. you know. So how we respond to the things that are going on in our life is always our choice And uh, obviously, yeah, we're human, so initially things may suck, things may make us angry or unhappy or want to rage, but I think you have to have a bigger picture than the experience that you are currently going through uh, that brings you back to a, a level of this is not the end of the world and I can get through this talk to us
0: about what it was like to run out on the field in Atlanta (laughs) and look up in the stands and see your mom.
1: I still have the footage of my mom so it was funny because my mom the day of that game she ran into the owner of the Atlanta Falcons football team and he invited her up to his suite and his press box where she was able to have food and drinks and um, socialized a bit uh, with a, you know an executive level uh, uh, personnel of, of the Atlanta Falcons, but when it came time to run out that tunnel, she brought herself all the way down to the first row, right next to the right next to the tunnel, and had her camera out and filmed the entire thing. It was that important to her.
0: Oh, just got chills.
1: So, I mean, it was amazing. Just you always grew up as a kid watching guys run out of the tunnel, and you always aspire to like man one day I'm gonna do that. And to go through everything that I went through, to lose time, to at one point thinking that a a dream like that would never happen, to persevering, pushing through, and ultimately having that experience, it's really hard to put into words. You know, just the camaraderie with your team and them patting you on the back, knowing what you've been through, the support from your family, the heat from the flames, and the smoke shooting up as you run out, the crowd cheering. And you hearing your name every now and then in that crowd, and just the the reflecting on what used to be, and when you just mix all of that into a pot, it's very emotional, man. And then, and uh, I remember just running to running out of the tunnel, running to the 50 yard line. I just took a knee, took my helmet off, I prayed to God and thanked him, and just tears were just running down my eyes, man. It was such a a milestone in my life. You know, here we are. That's awesome. Yeah, man.
0: In the session this morning, there was, a, there was some video that you showed in advance of you speaking. Yeah. And it's some, some clips I had actually never seen before, yeah. but I know existed. Yep. What's the status of your documentary? Are you gonna yeah. are you moving forward with it? Is that still going to be a thing? Yeah, or? man,
1: I've been so patient with the documentary because it's such a passion project for me. Mm-hmm. Just like the book was, I took my time and writing my book, make sure that I wrote, I wrote it with the right people so that I can convey the message in the way that I wanted to, which is my story the documentary is a very special project because here it is i have i was exonerated in 2012 i have footage video journals and just every i mean everything recorded from 2011 a year prior to my exoneration all the way up until you know the first couple of years working for the nfl front office with the commissioner and um it's just been a project that's taken time. I've just not been in a rush. I feel like my story is always continuing to further develop. There's new things always happening. But, yeah, I, I think at one point it, it may be time to put all that footage together and create something. Got to do it. Yeah, man. It's, been, it's it. been sitting for a while. And, you know, we've had an opportunity to get the movie out, the feature film. We've had an opportunity to get my book out. But I think there's, there's nothing like being able to see real footage. Mm-hmm of what was going on in these times. You know, yeah. we could talk about it in the book. We could recreate it in the movie. You can talk to, about
0: it at a conference. But, but to m- really see it? Seeing it is, is everything. Yeah, oh, Yeah. Yeah, props to Shane Glick for getting you that camera yes. in 2011.
1: Props to Shane Glick. Um, shout out to Justin Arana, who was amazing Justin, at filming yep. the footage. He traveled yep. with us throughout all the the NFL tryouts, yep. the exoneration, the courtroom footage. He
0: has a great
1: footage. Great group footage. of guys yeah. who decided to help. Before all of this was even something. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate those guys a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome.
0: What's next for you?
1: You've got this PR firm. Yeah, man. Um, I, you know, it's funny. I, some months ago, it dawned on me that you know, my life has been the center of PR, of good PR. Yeah. And uh, mainly, it's been managed and run by myself. You know, me maintaining my narrative, not allowing someone to distort it or misuse it or abuse my story. Using my story to, to raise more awareness for other people in similar situations, and then also allowing my story to become the foundation of all the other ventures that I've been able to, to be a part of. Hosting a TV show where we furthered the investigation of potential wrongful, wrongfully convicted individuals that are currently behind bars. Being a nationally recognized speaker where I'm able to travel around the, the nation, even internationally, and share my story and the stories of others. And now I'm even working on a TV show, which I'm, my fingers are crossed. I can't talk too much about it. But it looks like I'll, I'll probably be out there hosting something else again really soon. Awesome. Um, and it's all, you know, based around, you know, my, my story. So, yeah, I, you know, seeing that for the last 12 years, you know, my life has been the epicenter of PR. I thought it only made sense for me to take what I've learned, what I've mastered, what I've experienced, and put it towards helping other people share their authentic stories, whether it be through uh, a new brand or a new product or a TV show or a film. I wanna utilize my contacts that I've uh, gained over the years, my experience and the resources that I have along with my team and their resources to really help people convey their own message and to expand that story on on a worldwide level. So
0: where can people go to find out more information about the PR firm?
1: Yeah. You can go to bkbpr. Search that in Google, and you'll go to bkbpr.com. You'll find the website. You can find me at my personal website, Brianbanksfree.com. And yeah, we, you know, you, you can get caught up on what we're up to, what we're working on. But we are, we're excited. We've got some really big clients in the works. Uh, we're talking to some uh, some really amazing organizations, man. That I'm, I'm excited to soon announce. I got to keep my lap, my mouth closed on it now, but
0: mm-hmm. hopefully
1: within the next week or two, we'll be making a huge b- announcement about one of our, our new clients. Awesome. Yeah. Well, everyone should be
0: following Brian on social, so you can keep up with that. Yeah, Follow man. and make sure that you uh, know when the documentary is going to come out because we got to get that thing made. Absolutely. Got to uh, get that
1: made. And, Even uh, you filmed some stuff for I that dog. I did actually film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got footage from all over the place, man. It's, uh, I remember you, you know, when I... You came down to Long Beach during one of my training sessions mm-hmm. over at Metro, Flex Metro in Long Flex. Beach. And I'm over gym. here doing five-foot box jumps. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, no, yeah, man, man. it's, uh, it's uh, what a journey, man, it's been. I, I, yeah. I can't thank you enough, bro. I know you probably got more questions, but I'm going to jump in here and just uh, take over a bit and just give a huge shout-out and thank you to not only you, Mike, but the California Innocence Project, Audrey, Alyssa, Justin. I mean, the list goes on, man. Kim, you guys were all champions in my life when no one else would even pay attention or take the time to listen. You guys stepped in and really helped change my life for the better. And I've never forgotten it, I never will. I'm, I'm forever thankful to you guys. I'm so excited for the Innocence Center and what's to come of it, um, expanding our, our, our capabilities on a national level, helping people across the nation. I just think it's just it's needed, it's awesome, it's great, and you guys got my full support. You guys helped me and I can't do anything but turn around and and give that same love to you guys, man. Thank love you, it. man.
0: Thank you so much for your yep. kind words. Of course, and man. no obligation to, you know, continue to tell no, your story. Man, but, I'm here. I'm
1: uh, I am emotionally obligated, man, and and spiritually obligated to be a voice for you guys. The way that you've helped me is a clear case study on how you guys can do the same for other people so you guys got me man
0: love it yeah, man. my last question's a fun one okay you've been working out again recently oh, I thought you were going
1: to ask me about aliens man No, oh, well <laughs> we, we, did, we did that on the other podcast you can, you
0: can catch that <laughs> in our, other, our other episode you've been working out recently yep take me through your numbers where are you at bench press yep. squat
1: yep. and deadlift <laughs> <laughs> Give me your numbers. Well, here's the, the the number that I'm most happy about. I'm down 30 pounds. There you go. Since March of this year. That's a, so that's a lot So I'm happy about that. I'm going cool. for another 30. I know that don't make sense, but it's going to look good. It's mm-hmm. going to get rid of more of the midsection, legs, whatnot. Some other numbers. Bench. I don't bench. Mm. I don't bench because I got long-ass arms, and I, I, I feel weird. So I do I do dumbbell press. Mm. Right now, in dumbbell press, I'm, I'm pushing 120s. <laughs> um, <laughs> they don't even a, have those in my gym Pushing so, 120s yep. on the dumbbell for all four sets. Yep. Uh squat, uh, not as much as it used to be, maybe uh 425. Oh my. Deadlift, maybe around the same, 450, something like that. Yeah, man, those I mean, you know, I I try to keep going, gotta keep them youngsters off you, man. You can't let them can't mm-hmm. let them catch you slipping. Orion's well, getting you know? big, you gotta, <laughs> Yeah, my son, he's yeah. four now. He's, you know, he's fully swinging on me with as hard as he can hit me, and I feel it. So I gotta, I gotta, I gotta keep him. I gotta keep him uh, on his toes because he's keeping me on mine, man. Love it. Well,
0: next yeah. podcast is from the gym.
1: <laughs> for sure, let's do it. Well, it looks
0: like we reached the end of the road on our episode. I want to thank Brian Banks for joining us today. If our listeners have questions or wish to follow up, how can they reach you?
1: Uh, you can find me on Instagram or all social media platforms at Brian Banks Free. You can reach me at my website, BrianBanksFree.com, or find me in the street somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> also, thank you to our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you
0: heard, please rate and review us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, I'm Michael Semanchik, Executive Director of the Innocence Center. Go to TheInnocenceCenter.org to support my work. And you've been listening to On the Road with Legal Talk Network. consult a lawyer.